It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. It is a Monday, the dreaded Monday, May the 15th. Yes, the weekend has vanished. Another week ahead of real estate coming up. And this morning we are going to be talking with Margaret Lomas from Destiny Financial Solutions. And good morning, Margaret. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. In fact, the last time that we spoke was back in 2022 last year, but so much has happened since then. Are you keeping track and up to date with the roller coaster ride of the real estate market for 2023? I'm always trying to keep up to date, but gee, it's harder. It's much harder now to really understand what's happening. And I think that's because for the first time in probably around 30 years, we are in unstable times. And I say 30 years because I do recall when I was first married and buying a home of my own at around the age of 21, which is obviously now 40 years ago, we then faced that those periods of uncertainty where interest rates did get very high, much higher than they are now, 18%. We weren't quite as committed. I think the average mortgage at the time was around about three to four times the average wage or the average household income, whereas now we're seeing six and seven times. So the pressure wasn't quite on us there, but we certainly had interest rate pressures. And I think the main difference between then and now is that back then we knew nothing about what was really happening. All we did was waltz into the bank once a month with a little coupon book and pay our mortgage. And all we knew was that that amount went up every month because interest rates were skyrocketing. These days, people have their finger on the pulse more. And I sometimes wonder if that's more of a worry than anything because everybody's trying to anticipate what's happening next and our behaviour is being modified before we've even had the chance to behave. Oh, yes, there is so much to unpack in what you have just said. Margaret, we'll come back to you in just a moment and discuss much more of this on the Real Estate Podcast. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. And if you are an investor in the Sydney or Melbourne markets and missed out on our latest reported rent numbers from CoreLogic regarding units, they are as follows. Sydney's unit rents increased 5.8% for the rolling quarter and 19.1% for the year to April, while Melbourne's unit rents rose 5% for the three months and 15.2% 
over the years. So some pretty steady increases there with unit rents. And if you're celebrating your birthday, happy birthday to you for May the 15th. You are sharing your birthday with Andy Murray, the British tennis player. He's turning 35. David Cronenberg, one of my favourite filmmakers, he's a Canadian, he is turning 79. And Aussie singer-songwriter Jasper Jones is having a birthday, turning 33 today. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am, then on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week. It's like diving into a treasure trove of real estate gold nuggets just waiting to be explored with us on The Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check on the weather on this Monday morning. And good morning if you are in Sydney. Expect one or two showers is the order of today. And a top of 21 degrees in Melbourne, expecting a mainly sunny day with 21 also. Brisbane, a high chance of some showers, 23 is your forecast high. And in Perth, some cloudy periods, but it should be mainly dry with 22. Keep updated with the latest real estate news, economist predictions, property sales, or what's trending right now. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And we are back with Margaret Lomas uh, talking real estate on your property podcast on this Monday morning. And Margaret, there was so much uh, just prior to the break and it's a fascinating look and you're absolutely right. You go back 30 plus years and the data just was not available. And the, the rate rise hikes, I want to talk about those. When we spoke last time, I think we had only been handed handed down just one. Since then, of course, the landscape has changed dramatically. Lots to talk about the recovering market. Is the worm turning, though? Economists, some of them are saying cautious optimism. What do you think is going on with any recovery at the moment? Well, I've got to be honest, I'm just not buying the Kool-Aid um, or drinking it. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid because let's be honest about what's really happening here. The media is crying out, saying that we have a market recovery, that we're returning to positive growth, which we are. But even with the quarterly growth, which was 1.3% across the the country last quarter, prices are still 8.4% below the peak that we had in early 22. Now, um, if the prices for the rest of the year grew by, say, that 8.4%, I reckon what will happen next is the reports are going to be screaming boom again, even though effectively the baseline's only just been restored. And if you think about someone who purchased in 2022, reading that their property's booming, the reality is that they haven't even recovered their initial investment yet, and they're looking for where that boom is. There's a lot of reasons why I don't think that we're on the verge of another boom. And when I say another boom, I'm talking, I guess, more for Sydney and Melbourne, although some of those smaller capital city markets like Adelaide, Perth and Brisbane, which are behaving a little bit differently at the moment, are also going to be affected by this. 
firstly, the median price in Sydney and Melbourne is just too high for the average income earner and wages aren't growing yet. The budget released last week said that we are going to see a return to wages growth, but there's usually a big lag between a budget and seeing anything coming out in regard to wages growth. So I think we're a little way off seeing wages catch up to what's needed for people to even qualify for the loans that they need to get into those two major markets, Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, that's pretty interesting regarding any catch-up. And the other thing in amongst what you are highlighting is the whole aspect of lending, which is pretty tight right now. It's certainly not easing, which is a bit of a double whammy. There's more hoops, tighter lending criteria if you want to borrow money. And even where a buyer can afford the repayments on the size of loan required, banks just aren't giving the loans at the moment. They're building in greater and greater margins. And I guess because interest rates aren't going to suddenly return to the 2022 lows anytime soon, even if they do fall a little bit, we're still going to face that problem where people just can't borrow the money that they need to borrow in order to, to, to afford the, the size of properties or the, the, the price on properties in those bigger markets. So I can't really see this boom coming anytime soon, but definitely a moderating of prices and maybe a stagnation, maybe a return to those early 2022, late 2021 prices. And then I think stabilising for a few years until interest rates get themselves sorted out. So just coming back to that word stabilising, do you think that we're not quite there yet in terms of the stabilised market? I don't think we are. I think there's still some more pain to come, but not across the board. We have to remember that what happened during 21 and 22 were things that we could not have predicted because we've never seen a pandemic before. When the pandemic first hit, I can remember everybody forecasting that the market would drop dramatically on the back of it. And of course, that didn't happen. And the second thing that then did happen was that all of our markets grew together. Now, I've been around a long time, as we indicated a bit earlier on. Mm -hmm. And in all of those 40 years that I've been around, and for 30 of those, I've been advising property advisors. I've never seen a time when all of the markets in the country behave at the same time and grow together. Previously, you would get potentially Adelaide growing while Sydney stagnated or Melbourne growing while Brisbane stagnated. And it was great for property investors who are happy to be borderless investors because they could invest widely and, and there'd always be something that would grow. And if you had a portfolio of properties across the country, as do I, then something in your portfolio was always growing and something was always stagnating. Yes, so it did take a pandemic to throw the markets up into the air and to have the markets all travelling upwards in price, as you say, that was quite unique. And it also drove the FOMO behaviour and that motto of let's get into the market now at all costs. I'm of the opinion that more and more 
technology and data, as you said earlier, the capacity for us to get information quickly through the internet means that we react much more quickly and, you know, word spreads quite quickly and everybody's an expert. So all of a sudden everybody wanted to buy at the same time. I've never seen that happen before. And when we talk about stabilising I think what we'll see happen is that we will return to a time where some markets are doing okay while others aren't, and then the reverse will happen in the next few months. So we might see Sydney and Melbourne definitely stabilise. I think there's more to come in Adelaide yet, not so much the inner city Adelaide market, but the suburban market is still showing lots of of growth and lots of gusto and, and, and plenty of people interested in those markets. And the same with the Perth markets. We're still seeing people very interested. Brisbane began to stabilise even before Sydney and Melbourne did, but I think there's plenty to come in the northern suburbs of Brisbane yet. There's certainly, you know, plenty of opportunity for affordable housing in those northern suburbs without having to go all the way to the Sunshine Coast. And there are certain markets up there that I'm really thinking are going to do very well. So we're going to see some markets still growing, other markets stabilising for the next year or two, I would say. Lots of talking points there, Margaret. Thank you so much this morning for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. We will get you back in the future. Love to come back. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.